Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Fly Racing Racer X podcast presented by Renthal and Maxis Motorsport. Cobra links. Uh, before we get too far into this, what about Racetech? Racetech.com, Pulp 21. Call there. Tell them you listen to Pulp. Get your suspension oil change. Get some bushing, some seals. Get motor work done. Get your motor rebuilt, whatever it is. Get your bike working better from the folks at Racetech. They've been in the sport for a long, long time. And they know what they're doing. And they have a great website also. Really cool, uh, informative website where you can look up spring rates and look up uh, different options for your bike and everything else. So please check that out. Racetech.com. Show your bike some love. It will show you love back. And use the code to save some money. All right? Sounds good. On to the show. A Pulp MX Network production. Welcome to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show, presented by Maxis Tires, Renthal, Motosport.com, and Kuba Links on RacerXOnline.com. With your continued support of our sponsors, we have surpassed 1,700 podcasts delivered with over 17 million downloads. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, enrich your moto lifestyle by working with the sponsors who support us. The original moto podcast featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Fly Racing RacerX podcast. This is the Indianapolis One Review Show. Uh, thanks for listening again. Appreciate it. Fly Racing, of course, 2021. Justin Braden has debuted the Zone Pro goggle uh, on a high-end factory rider like himself, and he uh, made the podium with it. So please check that out. He's also in the Formula Helmet. Their 2021 line has been improved and expanded, offering the industry's widest range of moto and off-road products, led by that Formula Helmet featuring Rion technology. Fly is taking big steps towards uh, the all big step towards everything, with including the all-new Flight Pan and Zone Pro goggle. So thanks to those guys, FlyRacing.com, of course. Uh, uh, Zacco wearing fly racing, among others. Justin Brayton, of course, uh, as, as well. So thanks to those guys for making it happen. Renthal, Maxis, Cobalinks, and Motorsport all on board as well. Uh, when we talk about uh, motorsport.com, go through the banner on pulpamex.com or pulpamexshow.com and uh, make, a, make a purchase. We get a small slice of that, and we really appreciate it. Great, great uh prices great customer service oem and aftermarket parts motorsport.com enjoy the uh, ride with those guys because they're also sponsors of filthy phil nicoletti for the outdoors so uh rental rental.com you know the name you know the, the all the titles that they have more more titles than all of the other competing brands combined uh eli tomac ken roxon just a couple of those guys running rental and i guarantee you 96% of you listening to this that owned a dirt bike have used or owned something from Renthal over the years. I would bet on that, 96%. Uh, Renthal records are unsurpassable. Thanks to the hard work and dedication to detail, the Renthal factory has been helping world-class riders achieve their championship goals since 1969. So please check those guys out. Uh, Maxxis Tires, A-Ray, absolutely uh, eating crap on his Maxxis Tires when he landed on Vince Fries's bike. And I guarantee you, he got a lot of traction on Vince Fries's bike as he cartwheeled through the air. On his Maxxis Tires, Minion mountain bike tires, of course. MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath. And uh, please check those guys out when you need something uh, from 
those folks uh, at Maxis. And Cobo Links, of course, 15% off any link and free U.S. shipping by using the code Pulpamex, CobaLinks.com, built in Boise, ridden and raced everywhere. They are a lowering suspension link for everything from Aprilia to Yamaha, used by trail riders, motocross racers, and adventure tours. And uh, they will help you uh, improve cornering, gain confidence, increase the plusness. All by lowering your bike. So, Cobalinks.com, K-O-U-B-A, links.com. All right, Indy 1, let's get into it. First up, he's the voice of Pro Motocross. He's got a uh, commercial running during the Supercross races as well, promoting the said outdoor series. It's my boss at RacerX Online, Jason Wygant. What's up, Weech? Yeah. What's happening? Now, that I don't want people to get excited. That commercial is playing on the big screen. Uh, yeah. So, if you're one of the limited fans that goes to the races, you'll see this commercial. Uh they didn't take the time to actually edit highlights from last year, so I actually had to fake a whole bunch of highlights, like random, oh, this guy's on the move. I had to, like, fake a bunch of those oh, okay. to make this commercial. Oh, good job. Uh, but if you are watching on television, there is a Stasic commercial, and there it is, that murderer's row lineup of athletes from Dallas last year. And at the very end, on the extreme right side, as they pan down the line, you will see one fly racing shot athlete, Lane Wygant, beginning... Turn his head. <laughs> and this, the start. Yes, yes. Um, it is in the commercial. So when, you, when you're watching back, everybody, watch the race, watch the stage commercial. You'll mm-hmm. see him about to stop paying attention. Uh, also here uh, in Indianapolis with me still from Fly Racing at flyracing.com. Uh, it's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? I'm good. I'm Ram in Indy. It's still snowing, but uh, pretty exciting racing. So yeah. it's good with the bad. Yeah, it's cold, out- it's cold outside, but the racing is hot. I worked. Oh, all, I worked all day. Uh, yeah, I worked too. Not all day though, but uh, most of the day. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, these these things. We're back at these things. So here we go. Um, yeah. Also, I want to thank the. Folks. I went home, everybody. I went home. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One and done for Let weeks. Uh, our, yeah. our our live show Friday night was good. Thanks to everybody who came out. If you're listening to this, that was fun. Davey Coombs told some great stories. So that was awesome. Thanks everybody for coming. Dude, you were trying so hard to get the good, the good stuff out I, of Davey. I was. He was not having it. He was. Uh, what about the? I think the only thing he's talked about was Emig. Uh, he said one thing, one story, a little bit of Emig, and that was it. That was it. Yeah, we did a live show. We brought Davey up because Indy is not just the Supercross, but it has a lot of history with this uh, power sports trade show that went on forever, and that was like a four or five day party zone bender. And uh, you eventually were trying to get out of Divi. You went this far, folks. This is what Steve does. Mm-hmm. How many chicks are you at MC Bang, man? <laughs> Dude, you know that Coombs was with those you guys. You know. You know that Davey was with those guys. <laughs> right? Do we all I don't know. He, he wouldn't verify. He but, would not verify. But we all, on this call and in this hotel room, we all believe Davey was right in with those guys, right? Partying? Partying, yes. The other stuff I'll stay yeah. away from. Right. Okay, that's I, I fine. Have no idea. Right. Yeah. We're talking 1995. I don't know what era that exactly is in anyone's personal life, so I'm just going to say you're probably right, but I do not know. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming out, everybody. Appreciate it. It was a lot of fun. So, uh, Indianapolis won. I, I mean, I think we, we have to start with the track at Indy. Uh, not as bad, JT, as we thought with Ruts. Uh, horrible, but not a complete disaster with Ruts and everything that we thought. It, it was tough. The guys were shooting off every which way, uh, direction-wise, but but actually it was decent. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I think the main event definitely got very difficult on guys, and that's kind of what I was expecting. I, I thought the base, like a lot of the corners, would be softer. 
Uh, I heard several comments from riders and some team managers about saying how slippery it was. And if you really watched what was going on in the racing, you saw Tomac slide out, you saw Marvin Muscan slide out. So that was certainly backed up with some of the actions that were going on the racetrack. And Mm -hmm. so there was this weird difference between a hard slippery base and then really soft transitions and soft jumps. So definitely challenging. And uh, we saw a lot of chaos because of that. Now, what about this start? What about this loop around off the start, Weech? Thank God you wrote it down. Yeah, I mean, we could not forget about this. It's, it's, it, it's we don't see it very often, and yeah. no one saw it on television. We just need an extensive dissection. So, just like we saw in Houston, the start was originally going to, in the second turn, loop back around and come back across the first turn. Where the, where the guys went through the first turn. That's what it was originally going to do. However, seeing everything that happened at Houston, they rightfully uh, made a change. And and so that was where the problem started, JT. Like, they built the track, you know, with a berm that, you know, basically went all the way around the turn. Yeah, it was a, a weird... I mean, there were so many angles to this thing, literally. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you're supposed to jump off a berm. Guys didn't know where to turn. Then they tried to go under the bridge at one point, like there was this weird huddle up that Gallagher called in the middle of practice, They red flag practice. They bring everybody together and say, okay, stop practice. We're going to try to go through the tunnel for the start. And everybody's like, huh? So they try that. Clearly that wasn't the right answer. So then they tried to go back the old way. Then they knocked the berm down completely. They turned a, a nice bowl berm. That would have been great for passing. They level that just to be able to jump off of said berm through the, I guess, third corner, whatever it would have been. I, a pretty messy ordeal in the end. If you didn't know any of that and you just turned your television on at 7.30 for opening ceremonies, you'd be like, yeah, whatever, no big deal. But it, there was a there were a so lot of moving parts in the afternoon. We, we and I talked to an AMA guy, and, and they told us that the plan was to red flag the seated guys. That okay. was the plan. We're yep. going to try this. Hey, guys. So what they wanted to do was go underneath that bridge, and rightfully so, they, that was probably not a good idea to have, out of the second turn, 22 guys going towards a narrow opening in the bridge. Yeah, the bridge idea was, I think, a bad one. And, and thankfully, they tried it once. Like, yeah, that doesn't look good. Let's right. not do that. Well, I still, I think the, the biggest casualty of this whole thing was taking that bowl berm out. Yeah. That sucked. Right. Because that would have been a great place to pass. You had plenty of room to line somebody up. And with that removed, you could just see everybody like fighting through that awkwardly through that corner yeah. the rest of the day and night. Um, what would have been worse, the the bridge uh, and the catastrophe of the 22 guys going underneath the bridge out of the second turn, Weege, or looping back around like Houston and possibly you would have jumped over the guys. So what would have been worse? Yeah, well, yeah, there were three, there were three options here. It was, you know, yeah, go, going six or seven wide into the bridge or the track looping back in about nine seconds back into the first turn. Or what they ended up doing was this awkward, like not 45 degree angle. Like it was, the turn was like a, not a 90. It would have been like a, what, like a, like an 83 degree turn <laughs> with a firm that doesn't fit at all. Yeah. But so we, we saw it. It looked really odd and awkward the very first time the riders did it. And then this is what they do now. So we don't have track walk, right? right. So they let everybody ride two laps. And then they stop them, and then they restart. They're like, now you can ride. However, the riders did not know, okay, after the two laps, and then we start again, are we doing the first lap layout where we go across the start, or are we just going 180 over the double-double? And then we literally saw Christian Craig 
hang a 180 and go into the rhythm lane, and yep. the rest of the field just rides away across the start stretch. Yep. And, and then Entignap, Adam Entignap please, goes yes, go to the most yes. epic of all. And Adam Entignap rails the bull berm and was heading for the double when Hartraft on the first lap, Hartraft was going, uh, his teammate was going straight across. And Entignap ends up T boning Hartraft. Now, not hard, not hard, but this is hashtag riders, JT. Hashtag riders. That, yeah. that, that's it. That's all you. He. It, in the moment, it was fantastic. Yeah, it was. It was awesome. I mean, there was an explosion of laughter, and then I realized there were only three of us in the press box. Yeah. So. I, I texted Adam, and I said, bro, you T-boned your teammate. <laughs> he texted back, bro, I thought he T-boned me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Just classic. <laughs> so it was, it was a complete mess trying to figure this out. I don't know why. Like, we all agree that the looping around after the start is a bad idea, right? We all agree on that. Yeah. I and mean, we've certainly had yeah. it in Supercross history before, but that's a bad idea. I think we, we learned at Houston that it's probably not for the best. Right. So then we, th- we know the bridge isn't good. So we know that the other way to do it, where they make a 83-degree turn yep. and go across the start straight, is the best way to do it. So why have that berm there? And why make the guys go? It's just another head shaking thing where the, the track crew. And then also, do you think maybe they ran out of room? Like they thought they would have more room than they did, and it just I, got too I tight. Don't know. I and don't know. Then, and then also those doubles after that. We I talked to a bunch of riders that said they were so mis, misaligned. the The landing yeah, was the landing was halfway from the face, so guys were literally having to whip their bikes to make the landing. Like yeah, that's where Kenny went off, right? Uh, and many others. But that's for example how Roxton ended up off the track. Yeah, yep. I just, I just, uh, yeah, this stuff is just you. You just wonder what's going on. Like, uh, you know, on Friday they they knew that that berm couldn't be built like that. Yeah, it's weird. I was there on Friday, but you know they didn't. You know they used like probably like sixty seventy percent of the track. Um, so no one was really doing all that stuff. I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah. Um, to really put it to the test. Now, also, I mean, look, there is free practice. It's all went on in free practice, so it technically didn't affect qualifying. So right. I guess you could say, hey, you can use free practice to experiment. Normally, they have it dialed, and they don't need to use it for that. But I do feel that this can't be a coincidence, right? They're rushing. They're trying to do uh, more races than they usually do in a shorter amount of time. And they've probably got to have, like, maybe compromised track layouts so they can build a layout that's fairly easily turned into something else. I think the fact that we had two weirdo starts in the uh, weirdo schedule of having to do three days in a week, that can't be a coincidence, right? I don't know. I mean, there's, there's, if there's, wouldn't you think there's 10 ways to lay out a start? Let's say whatever number you want, 10 ways to lay out a, a start all the way down the center of the stadium and make a left uh, across the width of the stadium, make it like, you know, there's only certain amounts of ways to do a start on one side of the stadium. Like, yeah, but you could see the Tuesday race at Houston, which had the bad start situation. You could see that it was like 80%. We're trying to do as little as possible. What can we change? Can we change one lane to get a track that's totally different with very minimal time and change? Like they managed to change one lane, which sent the track in a completely other direction, which made a track that was 80% the same seem totally different. And to me, that's what they're trying to do. These Saturday, Tuesdays, Mm -hmm. they're kind of compromises to make minimal changes that have the largest effect that they can. And it leads to compromise layout. So I don't think this is a coincidence. And we've never seen this happen in a normal year. Right. Well, well yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. Well, they yeah. certainly fixed it for the Tuesday event, which we're, uh, you know, 48 hours away from. It's, it's much, much better. So we will not have this issue at, on the Tuesday event. 
I heard the Tuesday track, they did move the gates. The gates are in different spots. Uh, I don't think so. Just the first, oh, okay. the first corner goes another length further and then comes back yeah. like the length of the stadium back. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, the, the Houston two was like we can't we don't have time to move the starting gate. So how can we get two starts and two layouts without a major change? And I think that leads to a bizarro decisions. Right. Uh, well, yeah. um, after one week, after uh, I mean, I think costing him the win, a lap rider costing Kenny the win, he gets it done. Uh, pretty impressive. Eli gets him late, and you you thought that oh boy, oh no, Kenny's going to have another win snatched away late in the race, but uh, no, he uh, he rebounds, he cuts across the track. Eli kind of opens the door for him in a bizarre way, and, and Roxon wins. Kind of had to set up for that corner a little bit, but yeah, but, yeah. They, but, he, but they were doing it from the middle. Yeah, you, yeah. You super know. aggressive yeah. by Kenny, right? And that's what I think he needs to do more of. Yeah, that if there's been one criticism going back to the Barsha race or whatever, uh, it's that he hasn't made that move when it's open or yep. when even when there's a chance of it being made he just yep. has been reluctant to do it and he certainly yep. was not in this case he won Weech. good job for Roxon. yeah there's a lot going on there obviously these uh, frustration over the last couple of weeks he's been real big this year on the i'm not carrying anger from week to week and then it really got put to the test and um i want to give Roxon credit on something this is very minor but to me very major so i know he was angry saturday night yep. and i think he was still mad sunday and then i think he did move on right yeah. But Feld had, uh, you know, there's a variety of things. Dean apologizes, there's that. He goes on Dean's social media, there's that. And then Feld had some footage. Did you guys see that? They had footage, like, on Thursday they showed uh, of Kenny yelling at him yeah. after the race. Mm -hmm. So it is unfortunate that, like, Roxon's probably four days past being upset about this, but then it resurfaces again on Thursday. Right. And I just want to give Kenny credit for this little thing. In a previous era in this sport, if a rider's like, hey, dude, I'm trying to move past this, and you bring this footage back up on Thursday, I think he would have been pissed, and then you would have heard, like, he's not going to do press conferences. He's pissed, promoter. He's mad if they're exploiting him. I think people would have been angry about that, and Kenny didn't care. So I know it seems minor and tri trivial, but I want to give Kenny credit okay. for being like, I was over it by then, and they showed the footage. They fired it back up. Whatever. I understand. Right, right. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. Oh, yeah, Kenny getting passing people back late in the race. I hate to say that. Oh, not see it. What if Tomac goes on to win last night? Like, what if Tomac, oh, oh God, you know well, what I mean? It's not, that's... And my, my yeah. question is, does Tomac win if he doesn't slide out the first time? Um, yeah. 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 Because yeah. it changed the whole race, right? He gets in yeah. the third, he's behind them. Yeah. I find it hard to believe that Roxon would have gotten AC and then chased Tomac down and won. He could have. Right. He certainly could have. But I think it would have been very likely that Tomac wins that. Um, one thing about Tomac was... Oh, one, one thing about Tomac. I agree, JT. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one thing about Tomac. <laughs> All right. Um, uh, from the very first untimed practice, he was on it. He was really good from the start. Yeah. Did, we haven't seen him be that good in all three practices this year yet and he was that way at indy he was very fast all day long so whatever it was track dirt bike settings uh anything sleeping with his favorite blanket whatever it was uh he was good all day so. he was but he still didn't have the speed edge in the main event which was surprising like when he had the chance okay he fell maybe yeah. you could argue that he would have won but then he wasn't able to go as fast as kenny and, and then after that because kenny was pulling away Whenever he went off the track, he yep. had to go around them. He was pulling away, and then uh, he he was he was he was pulling away, and then he immediately passes Tomac back, 
and then is able to, yeah. you know, okay, Tomac made a run on the last lap, but other than that, he really wasn't under that much pressure. Yeah, he got the, was it three laps to go when Kenny got him? Was it, was it, was it pretty late? Was pretty it? Late. Was it three laps to go? I feel like I it was, was pretty late. Ah, oh, man, I would have thought it was, it was earlier than that. Um, I'm I sure can, we can find I, out. I can look it out, but, yeah. but, uh, good, but good job for Roxon for sure. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, one, two, three, five laps to go. Yeah, he had to answer. Um, I think these guys, and by these guys, I mean him, Tomac, and Webb. They've now raced each other a lot. Certainly Eli and Kenny. Where I think they all know where the strengths and weaknesses are. Uh, Cooper's been saying it lately. He's like, Kenny is so good at the beginning of the races. I just got to hang in there. I mean, I think Kenny just has a natural talent for being very good on the very first lap of, of yeah. practice, of races, of everything. So I think they start to know, hey, if I'm on this guy in the last five laps, now it's advantage me. And certainly a guy like Tomac, who usually does his best work like later in the race, right? So I, I agree, Steve. I think if, if, if Kenny had let another race get away late, uh, I think eventually it's got to get to the point where these guys are like, I'm not as worried about him because I know if I'm just near him late in the race, I'll win. So I think he needed to show that it's not that easy. Like he can come back. He can pass people back late. He can be strong to the end. They all know he's fast in the first couple laps, but I think he needed to show everybody I'm not a pushover, uh, yeah. you know, in the last five minutes. Hey, you give him that win and you give him those points that he was talking about. And now he's 13 up, but if, yeah. if butts and butts or whatever, but, um, yeah, good job for Kenny. Uh, four wins, we each in four winners and four races. Here we go. The record is eight in 1985. We're on our way. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. No, yeah, not. we are. Osborne, <laughs> AC, Anderson. We'll be there by Orlando. Yeah. Marvin. Okay. <laughs> It's a critical juncture. Someone that's not Tomac, Roxon, or Tom, uh, Tomac, Roxon, or Webb has to win one of these indies, or they're out. Because every year it starts with we're like ten or twelve guys, and you're yeah. like, how can it possibly narrow down to two or three? Yeah. How is that possible? I can't see a pathway. And now I already see the pathway. You already see these three guys who were the best three last year. Oh wait, are they just the best three again? Are they pulling away? I mean, yes, yeah. Zach is fast. Barsha got screwed again with AC, some stuff. AC led 10 laps. Yeah, AC led yeah, 10 Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are signs for the other guys, but mm -hmm. you have to admit, they're starting to get away. Someone else is going to have to beat them quickly, or it's just going to be these three. Who's I it think. going to be? Like, who's most likely? Yeah. I don't know if any of them are right now, to be honest. Do you I think, agree with me, Steve? What do you think? About yeah, yeah. Are they I, starting yeah. to get away? Did no, yeah, yeah. No, I, I, uh, I was touting Osborne as a race winner, and, you know, he's, he's making a lot of mistakes. He's not getting starts. Adam isn't quite there yet. Um, Marvin is unlike we've seen from a lot. So, no, I, I, right now I, I don't see anybody outside of those three winning. I think AC would be the most likely. Yeah. Just because his starts and his, his top-end speed. Right. If he got a start like he did this weekend and you put – Roxanne and Tomac, 9, 10, 11 on the start, which could very well happen. It has happened. You could see AC getting a lead where he'd be comfortable enough to hold it. Um, I think Muscan has a chance. I think Osborne has a chance. But I think the four that have won, and I would even take Bar If Barsha's going to look like he did on Saturday, I'll take him out. Uh, those three are clearly head and shoulders above everyone else, so far anyway, yeah. at, at this indie, indie trio. Um, it's interesting to watch the guys – the like this race was so brutal and I don't think Tuesday is going to get any better. Like so many mistakes out there, even by Roxon, Tomac Webb. so many mistakes, so many mistakes out there. Um, which is, which is funny to, funny to watch these guys do that, but they were, they were struggling at times. 
So um, say, if you go back and watch a race, when they go across the finish, like yeah. the gap between Webb and probably ninth or tenth, it is shocking. Right. How small it is. Yeah. Like they're like bang, 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 like eight right. bikes. Right. After 20 minutes on this brutal track, all yep. making mistakes. And I'm like, well, they're all close. Like it, it, some, some of these guys can still do it, but it's starting to slip away if they don't get it done quick, I think. Yep, for sure. So Roxon uh, widened his points lead because Cooper Webb uh, qualified uh, 10th overall. Never looked good all day, but he did what Webb did. He did what Webb does and, uh, you know, just got better, figured it out, manualed some stuff, uh, uh, got Adam, you know, like Webb, Webb pulled a web. So do you think we, we've watched this, right? And really 2019 was the eye opener for this. And, and I, I did my own podcast today and it was kind of like, I'm done. I'm done with making assumptions on Webb until the racing starts. I'm out because in 2019 I did it over and over and over. And I'm like, oh boy, he's in trouble. He's going to fall apart tonight. This is where the series comes unraveled. And then, nope, gets a good start, figures it out, gets on the podium. So yeah. I'm done with all that. My question is, do you think he stresses? Do you think when he's – because in one practice, he was like 14th. Another one, he was like 12th. Do you think he's worried about it? Or or has he even come around to the fact he's like, yeah, struggling a little bit. My pace isn't that good, but that's fine. I'll figure it out. You know, when you talk to Roxon about this over the years, which I have, you know, he's like – He's made mention like, yeah, sixth, seventh, who cares? Not outside the top 10, though. Yeah. That's what makes me think that Webb would be a little, like, you'd like to see him a little higher up than that. Yeah. You know? I, my but, my guess would be is that he's angry, but deep down he's like, that's fine. But it doesn't look good. Like, because, Steve, you you have done this. You've been in the truck. When you come back, everybody's looking at the times. It, it, it doesn't matter. There's no point. There are no points handed out. But everybody's looking like, oh, how'd we do? What are the times? Where did I where did I fit in? Yeah. And if you're twelfth and you're a former champion and you're expected to win this championship, that's not a good look. No matter how many times you do it and, and pull it out in the main event, it's still like, why are we behind these guys? Why are we fourteenth? Yeah. Like this doesn't make any sense. But if this is a bad night for him, he, he got third, right? So yeah. But it's it's know. just more proof that the times really are like, irrelevant when it comes to Cooper Webb. At one point in the main, he had nothing for Savachi for yeah. 10 minutes, probably. He was trying to get around. Oh, yeah, he no, just but, couldn't but, make but it. He couldn't make the time up. Happen. He couldn't, yeah. couldn't make the time up. I mean, he couldn't do it. And uh, this was 10 minutes in or, yeah. or eight minutes in. This is halfway through the race. Yep. He's in, what, seventh week? I thought he was going to kill Savachi probably. at this point, by the way. Yeah. What is he, probably seventh? Sixth? Something like that. Yeah. Six, seven. Right. And then he ends up just gutting it out and getting that third on the box. So it's classic. Classic coupe. For I don't sure. think I don't think that far back. Yeah, I don't think he was tenth overall in this one. I don't think that ten to twelve range. I don't think he's like guys. I got this. I, I I bet you there's a like. Right. Okay. This is a bit fourth or fifth. Like you said, Roxon will be. Roxon was fifth, and you could argue he's the fastest guy, but he's only fifth in qualifying. I I don't think even Webb can say tenth is manageable. I don't think that's the way he wants it to go. And he's prop. I'm just a total guess. I bet you he's a little bit stressing. I don't. Tenth to me seems like a bridge too far to be like, ah. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Adam led 10 laps, and I asked him in the the post-race, so is this another quiet race? He said, yeah. Yeah, it's quiet. I'm like, okay. I I was wondering he was pissed. He said he was dealing with a bit of of an ab injury. He woke up, he said, with a a bit of a strain and an ab. Um, And, uh, yeah, you know, he didn't want to use an excuse or anything, but he, yeah, didn't feel great. And, uh he'll take a fourth and move on and, yeah. and lead laps and, and whatever, you know, he said it felt pretty cool to do that. So 
Well, I think that's the key for Adam is he needs to just keep stringing good finishes together because we got into this last year where he's just sending it over and over. And then what do you know at Glendale, he sprawled out on the track, right? right. I, I don't think that's uh, a recipe for, for 50 class racing that can, uh, there's any longevity in you have to be willing to back it down when it's time to back it down. So I'm happy to see Adam be willing to do that. Right. If, if guys are just going faster than you, you're a little bit winded or you're just not feeling great. That's okay. Back off a second a lap, back off half a second a lap and let those guys go and still bring in a good finish with good points. And if he continues to do that, it's going to get easier. And then there's going to be races where he doesn't have to back it down. And he's going to end up winning. So I just think we're watching the maturation of Adam even if he's not intentionally doing it, I think you're just seeing him mature right in front of us. Uh, what do you think, Weech? Yeah, uh, I, I, I feel like this is exactly what you want to see. Like, the first hope is, is is he fast when he gets in the 450 class? Prove that last year. Uh, then it's, okay, can he figure out the consistency part? It usually does take, it's that third or fourth year where it's a total package. So I feel like as long as you're seeing progress, I don't think you can say, like, He's not beating Tomac and Kenny straight up. What's the problem? Like, right. I feel like this is all this type of progress that you'd like to see in year two. So I he, think it's okay. He was blowing that rhythm after the bridge, the the, the three on and three. Th- he was out of all the elite guys. I think he had the most trouble with it. He was not enjoying that section at all. Couldn't get on the table. Then he said he stopped jumping it on the table because he couldn't squeeze his bike hard enough to keep it straight. And, uh, yeah, but uh, definitely that, that cost him for sure. So, um, Osborne, good ride for Osborne from pretty much last. Pretty much, right? Yeah, he it's weird. The gate. Did you know that? Yeah. He yeah. hit the gate? He hit the gate. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know yeah. that. He hit the gate. He hit the gate and then came around then the first time. dude crashed on the first lap. And we don't have the technology, guys. <laughs> we do not have the technology. No. So he has an 11th place start. Yeah. Not possible so, to see where he actually was. No. So he got stuck in the gate, but he actually started exactly mid-pack. Right. Because we only know where he was at the end of lap one. Now, obviously, that's a huge boost. If you don't have to pass Marv, Farsha, or Mookie. Mookie, yeah. It helps. Because uh, those three guys were down. Um, I just went back and watched. Um, have you seen the Barsha Mookie crash? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The karate kick? The karate kick. <laughs> the Jeff Bloss Barsha? Bruce Lee kick. Yeah. I, that was great. The karate kick. That was awesome. I don't know what was going on there. I, I had to watch it twice and be like, uh, what's he doing? What's what's happening? Jason Crane kick. Yeah. <laughs> don't remind Steve. Uh, yeah, so anyway, for Zach, I mean, he's been fast the whole year. Yep. Uh, I mean, dude, he almost got Webb late. Yep. Yep. He was coming. Uh, it, it was impressive for sure. And let's talk about Barsha. Uh, he's 13th, uh, fell in the first turn with Mookie there. Man, this was the first round uh, out of the three. And, and it kind of – can we go back to last year? So we had Anaheim one win. We had St. Louis second. I want to say a charge to fifth at the third round. Where did we go for third round? Anaheim again? Where was yeah, that? Yeah, it's disastrous Anaheim. I think that was Anaheim too. Okay. Yeah, disastrous, like a horrible night. I think he managed to get ninth in the end, but he was off all day. I feel like the third round last year was good for him also, and the fourth wasn't. I don't know. Oh, I guess, maybe. I guess I need, okay. to, I need to pull that up. But that's my point of this thing. He didn't look good at any point. We, no. we, we spent uh, a bunch of time on the Pulp Show talking about him and how much fun he was and how you got to watch him and he needs a Barsha cam. That was on the – Moto 60 show and he needs a Barsha cam and everything else. And, and dude, it, it, yeah, it just the wasn't, opposite of all that. Yeah. It was totally the opposite. It actually was Anaheim one round three last year, ninth. So it was one, two, nine. 
Okay. Um, right. I, I can't believe it. Like, if you're Yamaha right now, you're Yamaha guy. You're just like, hmm. Because it is <laughs> weird. Starting sure. to look exactly like last year. And I know it's a small sample size, and that's probably not fair. Yeah. But if you're Yamaha, you're yeah. probably like, doing the same. Doing well, the same. I, I would not be worried at all. I would just chalk it up to a bad race. But we're going to literally have the same soil and track-ish in two days. Yeah. So, so, so that, that now I would be like, now I'm really like not worried, but like now yeah. this is big for him. Is this, know? is this the bike? Like what, what are we, and I know Steve, this is a hot button topic for you, but I'm asking a legitimate question. Like what, what was it? Cause he did not look like the same person. The bike didn't look good. He didn't look good. I never saw one lap where he looked like the same person that was in Houston. Not one. Yeah. I don't know. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm not expecting you to have an yeah. answer. It's just, you watch him riding and, and I kept waiting for it. I'm like, ah, whatever. Okay. Here goes over the finish. He's going to put a heater in and then nothing. And then the next lap. And he was trying, he kept he was trying. trying. No, he was but definitely he, trying. Yeah. Yeah. But it was mistakes, yeah. right? He would cross rut screwing that set, that triple on. He just could not get it together. So I think if you're Justin Barcher on his team or, you know, in his camp, it's really important to get him on the right track early on Tuesday, like first practice out untimed session, get him back confident in the right frame of mind. So he can try to find that Houston form, because if it goes back down this road, he's going to ride himself right out of this title really quickly. He fell in the first turn. So, you know, he didn't get, I'm not even worried about that, Yeah, but I'm saying he didn't get 13th. Yeah. You know, but no, I'm worried about the riding. He he probably gets seventh. If he's normal, Justin, maybe because that's Anderson's spot. And yep, Joey's maybe spot. so. Yep. You know what I mean. So that that to me is where, but but that's still not going to get it done. But it was just yeah. it was all the other stuff too, like the crashes. Yeah. Like yeah. he tried to force it in uh, on Freezy uh, before the finish line. Yep. Someone he crashes there. Uh, it was just stuff like that. That all the things that he was just like, nope, not doing that at Houston. Right. He's just I'm staying away from that. I'm going to avoid that drama. I'm going to be smooth here. I'm going to get the start. He didn't do any of those things. Yep. So yeah, yeah, um, it's just a, it's, it's a really critical pivotal juncture, which one of you said, Weege, to, uh, to yeah. get him kind of back on the right track. Yeah. Big race for him for sure. Been bad too. Like I thought for sure, you know, he got the whole shot and fake start at round one. So I thought that set the tone. Yeah. But now I'm starting to feel like maybe, maybe the fake start in practice at round one isn't an indicator. Oh, how the- really? Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> and so what about press day? Are you still, are you coming around on that theory or no? Hey, you saw the jet. All right. You saw him on Saturday night. That's press, <laughs> press day jet is starting to come around Saturday. Oh all right. My God. So press day jet was uh, terrible for fourth place for you. Uh, we'll, we'll get into the two. Uh, <laughs> uh, but for- Marshall starts have been bad. Yeah. They have not been good since round one. Yeah. Uh, Ferranda sixth. Uh, he was up there for a little bit. He fell. He worked his way up. He was down. It was an up and down race for Ferranda. I think was he not fourth at one point? I think he was fourth at one point. Something like um, that. Yeah. And then yeah, yeah, uh, he was. And then uh, he he passed a couple of guys, but n- yeah, not a smooth race for him for sure. Uh, Anderson seventh, and he looked okay. He looked maybe the best one we've seen. I think it's encouraging. I know he had to go to the LCQ, but for him, yeah. I think it's encouraging. He didn't fade at all. He stayed in yeah, that battle. Yeah, I feel the whole time. Yeah, it didn't look like it like at all. Um, so that part that part was good. Um, Savachi just pulled an Alessi at Bercy. I'm gonna drop the clutch on six, and I hope this gate falls. It was a like all time. You'll never get a better jump than that in your entire life. <laughs> type start, unbelievable. Right? He. Uh, I asked him about it. I talked to him, and he was. Ta- and he said, "Yeah, like he said, he's been next to guys that have." 
been rolling and they've pulled great starts. He's yeah. like, I'm going to roll. But that's not rolling, Joey. That was just going. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, don't, I, don't, I couldn't really see the start. I was on the complete opposite end of the stadium. Oh, yeah. I just saw an Dude. orange rocket ship coming out of the very inside gate. I We were from the side, and I saw his bike move, and I'm like, oh! Like, he's hitting the gate, yeah. and it dropped. Yep. And, and so, good job. For, and and got eighth. Weech was, it helped was his race. fifth. For, oh, huge, right? He was fifth forever. Um, so, yeah, good job for Joey Savacci. It's his best ride, Weech, uh, in a while. I feel like in these 20-minute mains, which, God, they, they feel like 45 minutes. Like, they feel long. They, they do, yep. And then this brutal track, I feel like you can't fake it. Like, it's the same thing I'm saying about Anderson. You cannot fake that. I know it's only – it's almost leading the field into the first turn and finishing seventh or eighth. That's not – that doesn't sound great on paper. But if you don't have it, if you're out of shape, if you're not ready, it's going to show. And I feel like he hung tough. So I think it's pretty encouraging. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, we, uh, Classic uh, depressed Joey, though. He was in a press conference today. Yep. And uh, we were asking about the start. He's like, yeah, but I still didn't even get the whole shot. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. No, Classic. Yeah. He's... Life always sucks, Joey. <laughs> the glass is always half empty. <laughs> always. <laughs> he sounds so bummed on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Arma, by the way, Pulpamex 20 is the code to save with Arma. Get on and get blitzed up like me and AC and Nick Way. I use the uh, fire and the blitz. I mix them together. Uh, we each, so I have a little bit of a, like a caffeine um, uh, buzz. And then I also have the hydration all in one water bottle. So Pulpamex 20 is the code to save with Arma. So please check those guys out. And uh, a lot of riders are using Arma. Weege. And you also have one to talk about as well. Well, we got Onyx Maps. Uh, we've had him on this podcast for a while. Uh, I know the weather's a little bit rough in some places, but when it comes around, use Onyx Maps to figure out where you can go riding. Probably even e-bike stuff, Steve. Think about that. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah and, probably. And, and probably this time of year, I bet you snowmobiles. So people put maps down. Go to onyxmaps.com or Onyx Off-Road. Really, the app is what you want. So go Onyx Off-Road in the app store and get it and figure out where to ride. And By thanks. the way, with this start, uh, yeah. it messed up web. Savachi's incredible start. Yeah, you, Webb had a plan, and Webb, if that start was normal, I think would have got the whole shot. Um, he had a gate that was directly in line with the inside of turn one, Yep, and he actually got a really good jump, and then he said, I nailed my start, and then this other bike was like a rocket, and then he slammed in the brakes in the first turn, and I, it totally ruined me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's I think Joey t- tried to go into the first turn fast and get on the inside, yeah, and yeah. Hug it, right. and it just ruined Webb. Um, have we heard from Anderson in these press conferences at all? Have we heard any word from the 21? No. No, he's not been part of any of the media sessions. Okay. All right. Okay. Just not really an Anderson special. Right. Um, no. Aaron Plessinger, ninth. I didn't notice AP much outside of that gear that Thor had, uh, that yellow yellow gear. He went down with – no, he did not go down with your guy, Brayton. He, he, he stood up to Brayton. Weege. Before the finish, right? Was that not him and Brayton? I couldn't tell what the hell was going on over there. It was blocked by the finish line. Plus, it was yeah. down. So, I kind of like... They, I, they slammed together. Out. They slammed together. I believe AP and Brayton slammed together. They couldn't jump the finish. And next thing you know, yellows were out and Plessinger rolled it. So, that's where your guy Brayton went down at some point. I believe it was with Aaron. It might have been with okay. Joey, but I think it was Aaron. Well, did you see and, Brayton crash landing on the side of someone on the finish line? Mm, I'm like, no. Because that's what I'm talking about. He I think. landed on the side of Joey. Crashed. Okay. Yeah. Going up the finish line jump. Did he not? Oh, come, is that how he went down? Did yeah. he not come together with AP or no? No, no AP. It was just Savachi. Savachi. Okay. He tried to go up the inside of Savachi. Yes. 
uh, like, and they jumped the double. This is what I'm talking about. You just jump in and well, correct us. I did. I, I was lost on the AP thing. I didn't know what you're talking about. I said maybe Savachi. I'm okay. jumping in now. Yes. Once I Thank figured you. it out. Thank yeah. you. Uh, Savachi. Because you were on that end, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Braden tried to go up the inside after yep. the whoops, like break tight. Right. Savachi tried to protect it, and Savachi didn't move. He just stayed in his line. But that double was super weird. Like they would push out, yep. and Braden kind of pushed out, and Savachi stayed straight. And then Braden basically just high sided over him. It wasn't anybody's fault. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. just racing, uh, but definitely cost Braden but, a lot of spots. L- yeah, the Braden. This is yeah. This was eighth or ninth, right? Braden, yeah. JB was in. Uh, JT, it's just it's just too much with Weege next to you and Braden. It's just too losing much. it. He's okay. So. If Brayton gets a start in practice or whatever. Then it's like, here we go. We're setting the pace, right? All the typical stuff, right? Yep. Then, so then you're like, okay, perfect 10. Got it. Oh, right. Then um, at some point when Brayton's up there, it's like, you guys are, watch out. Here we, here we come, right? Here we go. Right. And then as JB goes backwards, we just tone goes to, we shouldn't even be out there. <laughs> we shouldn't be out there. We're, 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 we're 38 years old. Like, what are we even doing out there? And then at the very end, when Marvin gets him for fantasy, for yep. double points, Pulp X fantasy, which is like, what a guy, what a guy helping us out. What a guy. But he, Marv didn't get it. No, but he did at one point. Marv had he it. He did, but oh, then yeah, he crashed yeah, again. Yeah, yeah but, but the, when Marv got okay. him for double. So Last we... Last by Brayton to get right. double. Oh, yeah, 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 this was all a concerted this, effort. This is just... Yes, it's, thank you. It's, 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 Brayton's going to crush everything. Brayton shouldn't be out there. He, right. I mean, look at him getting blown right. by. I mean, he, it's a miracle we're out there. Right. To then, what a guy he's giving us... Pulp Max fantasy yep. points. It's 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 phenomenal. In the Weege. midst of all of this agony, he's actually going to help us fantasy wise. Yeah, yeah, yep. and we just the least he could do. <laughs> I mean, when, when Brayton's losing spots, he's like, "What do you want, man? We're thirty eight. We shouldn't be out there." Yep. Just yeah. steering the he's narrative like, wherever he wants. And I'm like, dude, Steve, we're old. I mean, <laughs> it's amazing that the guy's still racing. Like, you're going to come down on him like this? You're just you're unbelievable. Weege, Weege, does this remind you of anybody with uh, Troll Train? <laughs> no, no, not hey, at all. I've never asked you guys if you think Brayton can win this title. I've never gone that far. All right. <laughs> we know that's that is a yes, no question. That is a <laughs> black and white. There is no shades of gray. You either believe Troll Train will win the title or you hate Troll Train. <laughs> I don't flip on Troll Train. I, I'm, you're flipping on Brayton. You're flipping. I don't flip on Troll Train. We're so- old, dude. What do you expect out of the guy? Yeah, I know, I know. It's just... It's amazing that he's doing what he's doing at his age. <laughs> okay, so now it's amazing. So now it's not, watch out, bitches, here comes Brayton. He, he was running 10th in the heat, and you're all like, what's up with your guy? And I'm like, dude, he's 36. So Marv yeah. goes down early again. Yep. Second race in a row. Marv comes from last to 10th. He was ninth, giving us double points. Thank God, you, Mark. He got all the way to eighth. Yeah. And then goes yeah. down. And then he goes down again. Uh, he's got to be, yeah, he's got to be frustrated. Super frustrating because yeah. similarly to Osborne's first three rounds, the riding doesn't match up to the results. Right. And that's that's tough to mentally deal with. Yep. The only thing you can really do is just understand what's going yep. on. Things are happening. And over okay. a 17-round series, things Look, will average out. He's not a title contender to most of us, but I'm sure he thinks he is. But but and he's 25 back yes, already. But he so. he is definitely capable of getting on the podium. He's oh, already done yes. it once this year. Right. And when you're getting eight, nine, ten by mistakes of your own doing, right. it's really tough to deal with. Uh, Malcolm gets 11th. Brayton gets 12th. As we said, uh, late race fade from Justin Brayton. 
He crashed. <laughs> he was trying to pass the Could have been a seventh or an eighth. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm kidding, of course. Uh, Tickle, 14th. Good job for Tickle. That was one of his better rides because he was in the mix, at least. I have not seen Tickle on the track this year. Right. He's, not once. He's, it's tough. I have not seen him. Right. Uh, I talked to Marty after the race. Marty flew under the pavement, continuing his streak yep. of four races in a row of just absolutely yard sailing. Uh, congratulations to Marty. Marty's very frustrated. Doesn't know what he's doing. He doesn't know what he's doing. The bike in Houston, the bike was a bit of an issue. He said bike setup. They feel he, they tested a little bit. He felt like the bike was better this race, but he said he just doesn't know. Yep. What he's, doing. what he's doing. Right. Did you guys see him fly on the concrete? I did. I, I was surprised he got up and it was fine. Yeah. Yes. Yep. I, I, I do like that. There's no quit in him yes. because it could have been very easy to take it to the truck there. Yep. He fought back to get what? 15th. Uh, yes. Yeah. And the little Ecuadorian showed the heart of a bandito <laughs> out there. Um, it, it a bandito's a, a thief. Yeah, but they got heart. They got heart. They got heart. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Just trying to feed his family, man. <laughs> it, it, yeah. It, it, it is amazing. Like, I mean, he got flung. Like, you saw it coming. It was. So, it took so long to develop. Like, oh, no, he cross-roaded. Oh, oh, no, no. It's tough box. oh, no, it's going to be concrete. God, he takes a hit, though. What a tough guy. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, Some of these guys, I did you see um, Justin Bogle's crash in the heat race? Yeah. Like, do you, these guys not, and, and I'm being a little facetious here, but do they not know they have brakes? <laughs> like, if things are going sideways, right, and there's no one around you, you're not in traffic, it's not the last lap, and you're yeah. on the bubble, hit the damn brakes. Double instead of triple. Yeah. Don't crash. Are they just, yeah, they're just sending it right. I know, just, yeah. I know, but you yeah. can't do, like, I, and I'm, I shouldn't be criticizing them. They're better than I was. But at the same time, I've been in that spot a lot of times where it's like, yep, I, I need to back out of it here. I'll just double, double instead of tripling. Right. Cause I'm going to eat shit. If I don't, uh, 16th for Bogle, 17th for Vince freeze, uh, freeze was involved in exciting things. JT always is. That's how he rolls. Um, I think the riding is okay. Honestly, after his crash in Houston, he's probably lucky to be going out there. But I would be lying if after the first couple of practices and the first few Houston go-rounds, I thought he was going to be great this year. Yeah. He looked fantastic, and it has not shown uh, up on in the main event. Well, A-Ray took a piece of his bike with him, that stuck correct. in the bottom of a skid yes. plate. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we had dinner with A-Ray tonight. He's fine. No, we saw A-Ray at dinner socially distanced. He was with another table. Well, it's kind of the same thing. He's, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We were at the same restaurant. There we go. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but he is fine. He'll be yes. good, but holy shit. Did he crash hard? <laughs> I did not see the Vince freezy crash. Yeah. I only saw the aftermath. Yes. By the time I looked up, someone was yelling and then a Ray was in the air and I was like, <laughs> it was like slow motion for a Ray. And I was like, Oh no. <laughs> who, who else would that happen to? Uh, Weege? who else would that happen to? Oh yeah. Yeah. Even when a Ray doesn't get Caddy Wampus on his own, there's a bike just on the landing yeah. of that month. What did the uh, heart raft call it? Three Steve psycho double. Yeah. Psycho double. Yeah. Yeah. Psycho double. Yeah. Freeze's bike just laying there. Uh, and a Ray lands right on it. I, I, I talked to Hart Raft after the races. Yeah, he was very talkative. He was really wanting to get into it. He really wanted to break down his race. <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right, I'll do this. I never, knew, I did not know Hart Raft had talkative in him. I yeah, was shocked. He, yeah, he yeah. didn't want to hang up with you. He did not want to hang up with me. And in the meantime, uh, like Marty or someone else was texting me saying they're ready to go or Nichols or somebody. And I'm like, okay, I got to go, Hart, Hart, Hartthrob. I got to go. <laughs> uh, or should I call him by Phil's name? <laughs> <laughs> he started asking you, hey, what do you think of my season? <laughs> what do you think? How do you think I'm doing? Turned it on I'm like, me. Art rap. 
Uh, I want to thank Benny Bloss for getting me double points barely in Pulp Mix Fantasy. Benny had a rough night. He crashed a uh, second or third lap and then came around and was dead last. So. And he got run over by Barsha. And Barsha ran him over, yeah. Um, Chiz. Chiz went down in a... Um, uh, and a burn. Chiz went down out there. Did he? Yeah, I never saw. Yeah, him. I, I saw him multiple yeah. times, but yeah. I didn't know. Yeah, he went Chiz, down. Chiz went down. Um, Chiz made it through the heat, correct? Yes. Yes, he did. Because it was it was Anderson, Bogle, Polatelli, and and uh, and uh, and think that Brayton was in that mix as well. And he yeah, made it out of the heat. Yeah. Yeah. Brayton, Anderson. Brayton was in the LCQ. No. no. Anderson, Bogle. Anderson and Bogle were LCQ. Yes. Anderson so was Politelli. Politelli. And there was one more. Maybe it was Hart. Gardner. Nope. Gardner didn't make it. Gardner well, Gardner's the one that got. Gardner lost yeah, the last spot. On the last lap. Who was yeah. third? We were just trying to figure. I think it must have been Hartraft. Nope. Hartraft made it out of the heat. Okay. All right. Freeze. It was freeze. No, because he like went down the heat. It yeah. was freeze. It was freeze. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. So, uh, seven deuce deuce made it out of the heat. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's shocking. Yep. Uh, good job for Politelli to. to the goose it uh, in on Gardner on the final turn. God, those LCQs. Oh, if man, only they could Gardner. put. If only they could put those LCQs at the front of a triple crown race. Like if only, if only they could do that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was amazing. Yeah, it's amazing. So, um, yeah, that's uh, that's pretty much 450s. So, Roxon, Tomac, Webb. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see what's going to happen on Tuesday for sure. Uh, I want to thank the folks at Fly Racing, FlyRacing.com. Justin Brayton, lucky to be out there. Just, just, just lucky to be out there in his fly racing gear, Zone Pro goggles, Formula helmet, and of course uh, Zach Osborne as well. Uh, wearing fly, Savachi fly, Bogle fly, uh, flyracing.com. Please check those guys out. Renthal bars, whether it's a seven eighths bar or the fat bar or the fat bar thirty six or the twin wall bar. Weed, you remember when the twin wall bar came out? Yeah, I didn't even. I honestly. I don't know still if I understand exactly what it is. <laughs> okay, what what right. is inside this bar? It's a bar within a bar. Yeah, I, I still can't grab okay. this. All right. Rental.com for more information on those guys. The undisputed global leader in manufacturing design since 69. Rental has become notorious for relentless obsession to detail and quality. Thanks to Cobalinks, of course. Cobalinks.com. 15% off any link and free U.S. shipping by using the code PulpMX. Motorsport.com. Myself and Ryan Villapoto. Uh, Motorsport.com. Athletes as well, along with Filthy Phil Nicoletti. And uh, please check those guys out. Uh, OEM parts, aftermarket parts. Uh, they'll dial you in. And uh, big sponsors of the Outdoors series as well. Uh, coming up. So thanks to those guys. Onyx Maps and Arma, of course, of course, as well. Uh, Indy won 250s. We got to talk about the Lawrence Craig thing first. That, 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 how the narrative has changed on Christian Craig. He wins round one. It's, uh, it's, it's the old guy getting it done. It's nobody believes in you. It's, it's, it's the emotional victory speech. It's the whole thing. And now Christian Craig, uh, according to a lot of people, needs to die. Uh, on social media. It's that, it's that, it's that simple in our sport, right? So Craig, second place, holding it down, gets caught by the jet late in the race. And uh, JT, it's no surprise. We're going to disagree on this move. Um, I, I just, it wasn't needed. It wasn't, wasn't necessary. I, I, you know, like you said, Hey, he should go out there and block him, but he didn't even need to. He yeah. had the inside. He just, he hangs that rut because by the end of the main event, those whoops were nothing. Everyone was going down this one groove and it was barely anything there. And Craig is awesome at whoops. Anyways, he just needs to hold his line and he most likely gets second still, but worst case third, but you know, maybe 50, 50, 60, 40 that he gets second place. Uh, but he, instead he just drove it to the outside. They lock bars, yeah. they go down and Craig, I mean, it was, it was not a smart move. Yeah. I'm torn because I think like that Adelie and Bruglia, <laughs> 
I think there's a good chance that if he just goes in his line yep. and he picks his line, there is a probably better than 50% chance he gets second. But I think if he goes and he does what he's intending to do and he just takes Jets line away and, and stops. No, he doesn't oh. even have to do that. All, he, all in my opinion, all he was trying to do is make sure that Jet didn't get a big run through the outside of the corner mm-hmm. and blitz by him. Right. That's all he was trying to do. He thought he could beat Jet to the entrance to the whoops, which would force Jet to let off. Right. At that point, it's over. Jet has no run anymore. He has no momentum. He definitely can't pass him at that point. I think that's what he was trying to do. So in theory, if you just look at it on paper, regardless of how it went and you just say, okay, well, just if you take what actually went on and you say, okay, if I just beat him to the spot and he can't blitz me around me on the outside, I got him covered. I don't hate that approach. It didn't go that way. Right. In this particular case, it went horribly wrong. I guess, first of all, we all need to say none, none of us three believe that he was trying to be dirty with jet and take him down. They locked handlebars. Yeah. 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 But but, you know what I mean? Like I just, there's people out there that that's why I said that's just, and the uninformed spectator. Right. That's why I said when, when I make the joke about Christian Craig needs to die, because people right. are like, you took down the jet. And that's right. it's no different than any sport. People don't know what they're watching, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, right. type right. thing. Um, so, Jared Goff? <laughs> maybe. Okay. But uh, it's just unfortunate because it costs both of them a ton of points. Yes. And it, I, I think if they do that 10 times over, maybe two times it goes the way it did. Right. I think it's very unlikely for that scenario. But in this case, when it mattered, it did go that way. And both of them paid the penalty. Weege, your take on it? Um, yeah. When I saw it unfolding, and we had a really good view of this. We were in like the perfect spot, like overhead to see it happening. Like to me, it looked like Craig just, Craig messed up going into the rhythm lane, right? So now it's like mayday, mayday, red alert. I right. made the mistake I didn't need to make. Now I'm really vulnerable. And to me, it looked like he's like, all right, I'm just going to run into him. Uh, I don't think he intended, obviously, to go into the tough block himself. But to me, it was like, I'm going to just initiate contact here, and it'll probably work out in my favor. I feel like he even stiffened up. Uh, once I went back and looked at it, you could obviously see that Jet was absolutely sending it from the outside. Right. So, you know, that makes, you know, they're both just sending it. It's not just Craig is, like, just, just riding around and Craig's aiming for him. Like Jet was going to try to pin it around the outside, too. Uh, and then I was like, how could Craig end up going straight into the tough block? Why did he not turn? But that was because they locked bars. So it wasn't as bad as I first thought. I did really first think that he just, I'm going to shoulder check this dude so he doesn't pass me. Right. It wasn't quite that bad. Um, but I don't think Craig's innocent. Like, it, to me, this is, when you try to do it this way, you try the block. Not the hard shoulder check, but you try to block him. There is a chance that yeah. this is what is going to happen. For sure. Yeah, that's that's yep. my whole thing. Yep. Like, like it, it, the, the fact that they went down is the reason why this move is risky. And, Going for and, the block to me, though, there is not egregious. It, it didn't work. Right. But I don't, I don't think there was any yeah. ill will there. No, I think he was just like, I have to beat him. But it's not a smart decision. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. But you ha- like, I think he's just like, I got to beat him to the spot. Because if he carries all this momentum around this corner, I'm not going to be able to to hold him off. Like he's just going to send wow. it. I don't have enough momentum and there's a chance. He just rips right around the outside of me. I don't, I don't see that happening. I think Craig holds on, but maybe, maybe. not. Maybe, yeah, maybe. Not. but, uh, but then again, too, he was tired. Yep. He was more tired than the jet. Well, I think jet had all the momentum too. Right. Like Christian was not right. moving forward. He was doing it, going backwards. If that's, anything, and jet was on a mission. Uh, that's something that we haven't, um, that's something we haven't talked about a little bit. Like, so round two apparently has a little bit of clutch problems. Nichols gets him, gets him late in the race, right? Um, round, I thought last week he looked tired. 
later, like, you know, in that battle, mm-hmm. he dropped back. And uh, this week again, I thought he looked tired. Yeah. You know, I, just- I don't think that tracks like this or even Houston, which he, he was great at times. I don't think this is the perfect um, platform for Christian Craig to display his skills. He, to me, is very similar to Roxon, where early laps, right off the bat, perfect track, perfect laps, speed that nobody can touch. That's their strength. Now, Roxon obviously overcame that this weekend, but I think when the track gets its worst, I think that really hurts Christian, and we've seen that kind of play on the results, but I felt that way before. I don't think that Christian really shines when the track is really beat down. I think if the better the track stays, the better that Christian will ride and the better he will perform because I think his top end speed is just better than most guys. And I think that's kind of what you're seeing is when the track doesn't allow you to go super fast, you kind of have to slow down a little bit and be really smart and take what the track is giving you. I think that Christian loses a little bit of an edge, his edge in that scenario. But on the flip side, his bike skills are elite. His ability to ride the motorcycle and put it where he needs to put it is elite. He can, he can downside jumps. Yep. He can, you know, wheel tap things. He's got a lot of bike skill. He does in ruts, but I, I just kind of tracks yeah. you. You need to be, Hey, I got to go here. I got to be precise. I got to put the front wheel down okay. here. Yep. You know what I mean? So, and, and I don't disagree that, with that. That's, but I'll give you, I, I understand what the point you're trying to make, but I will, I would argue back that, the same could be said for a guy like Muscan, right? Yeah. When the track goes to shit, Muscan seems to ride it very well. Like he uses yeah. that innate right. bike skill that you're mentioning. But when the track is perfect, I don't think that works really for Marvin. Where I, th- I think it's kind of the opposite, right? Because you could make that bike skill case for both Craig and Muscan. But I think when the track is perfect, it doesn't really work for Marvin. But when the track is perfect, it really works for Christian. Well. We each, I didn't like, he, so he had a light on his bars. Yeah. And the light we, we've heard is to remind him to breathe. I, I'm lost. I, I'm lost on yeah, that. I don't know. I mean, I get uh, it. If, if you need that reminder, I get I, it. I, but. I, look, I also, um, um, the everyone who wore Thor wore like bright green stuff or flow neon. I didn't notice. Okay, thank you. And Craig went back to his round one gear. He was the only guy in Thor wearing different gear. Outside of Marty, I think. I don't think Marty wore it. He doesn't wear Thor. And, and, and uh, oh yeah, he doesn't wear Thor anymore. That's right. <laughs> That's why he wasn't wearing it. Right. So yeah. I just, I, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, he's got a light on his bike to remind him to breathe. He's got the lucky gear, quote unquote, from round one. I don't know that to be a fact. I'm, I'm guessing, hey, I won in this gear. Mm-hmm. And it's like, dude, d- stop with all that. It, it, that. That's already telling me that's what's going on in your head. You need a light. You need the gear. Uh, that's all. I just, uh, Ouija, is, you there, is there a press conference with that Craig's going to be on or is it not no. because he didn't get on the podium? Yeah. He's out. Podium, That'd be an yeah. interesting question. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll talk for a moment with jet. They did they bring him up for fourth on uh, TV. One thing I do want to bring up here and I'd have to study all these laps to know for sure. Um, there was a fairly good, I don't know at that stage of the main, there was a fairly good like rail around the outside of that corner leading into the woods. Yep. Um, Tomac was using it. Okay. So it was there late in the night, mm-hmm. right? I mean, jet was on the outside and he elected not to do that. He did kind of dive down to the middle with a dude on the inside and they did collide. I'm seeing this now as I, as I look back at it, mm-hmm. like, I don't know what, what was jet, what was Jet's plan in that corner? I'm going to have some 
I'm going to get to the inside, even though I'm on the outside. No, I, I think I he was just trying yeah. to, to pace him and then just blitz to the right of him. I, you know, and there's, you have to remember this is happening so damn fast, right? Like, well, uh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. There's yes. no yep. like pre-plan. I don't think yep. that jet even thought he would be near him entering that rhythm section. Right. So he's like freaking like, I got to get him right here. There's, you know, it, yeah. it's so easy well, to, for us to Monday morning quarterback this thing and say, well, why didn't you take that line? But man, it happened so fast. Well, the reason I bring it up is because of that. I think it's at first, when I first saw it, I thought Craig just dirtied him. Craig just like, I'm just going to hit him and not try to knock him down. Shit. It didn't work. That's what I thought. But the more I look at all these things that happen, they lock bars. I think the locking of the bars is partially because maybe jet, trying to go inside with a guy and his left probably wasn't good either. Like it was a series of in the moment split second things that didn't work for either. Uh, I downgraded heavily from what I first thought was just a complete hockey move yeah. by uh, Craig. Right. Well, the big winner though was Colt Nichols because he went wow. from being three points up to now being eight points up with that move in the second last turn. And Nichols was perfect. Weege. He was perfect. You know, you mentioned this stuff about Craig with the light on the bars and all that, and obviously there aren't any secrets with Nichols because, you know, they're teammates. Um, and I think everybody over there gets along pretty well, too, so I'm sure he knows this stuff. So if you're Nichols, you're not only winning and gaining points, but surely you're re- noticing all these things yourself, right? And you got to take some, some strength out of that, some confidence out of all this, I would think. Yeah, I do, too. Yeah, I think oh, well, yeah. I, th- I think, like Craig said, he had a clutch problem in round two, but if you're Colt Nichols, you don't – you just know you caught him past him. That's all. You know in round three, you 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 went after him. You caught him. He stuffed you in a berm a little bit. You lost time. You caught back up to him and passed him and pulled away for the win at round three, right? Now you go perfect, 20 for 20 laps, uh, and you, you win again. Like, these last three things have been nothing but mental boosts for Nichols. That, that's got, yeah. you know, in his head. So, yeah, that, that's, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. He, he's seeing some cracks with the other guys yeah, and uh and jet you know jet's gonna jet right like jet is super fast and at any point he could gain 10 percent more speed yep. you know at his so early in his development but you can also think or he's just gonna have a couple bad nights right so if you're cold you got to be like there is this is a totally totally winnable path okay right now. so if jet starts second does colt still win I mean, obviously, it's yeah, a, I don't know. it's a it would have been a great race. It's, it's I, totally, I don't know yeah. how you call that, but right. I think Jet was yeah. the only person that could ride with Colt, right? Because he was good. Jet was good. Jet crashed, and Jet got a bad start, and Jet probably yep. should be second or third. So, yeah. and Jet's just to yeah. me, Jet's just showing his youth right now. Yeah. That's it, right? Uh, we, you're a fan of the Jet, right? Press day, Jet. Press day, Jet. It's a different guy. <laughs> you guys don't get to see them at home. See him at home. I mean, press day, Jet. Uh, I don't know if Kenny or Eli had anything for him. Right. Uh, yeah. If, for, you, for, if for, he entered the 450 for, class. For people who yeah. don't don't know, Weech was trying to tell JT and I with a straight face about how the Jet was dropping Tomac and AC at press day. And he they're, did. And they're on 450s. Weech kept repeating over and over. Thank you. Thanks <laughs> out of his mind. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that uh, that was a good race for sure. It's inter, inter, uh, very, very exciting. Um, I honestly don't know how the Jet... Dude, he can't. What the heck did he do in the last three laps? I don't know, dude. It's unbelievable. Full send. Yeah, we, uh, yeah. we, we, and I went down to go get some concession food, JT, uh, before the night show. <laughs> oh, really? Yep. I invited you guys to the Western Power Sports Fly Racing Suite. Thanks for stopping by. Oh, did you? Lots of food. Yep. Yeah. I even texted both of you the suite number. Yeah, it was too far. I think I don't okay. remember. I don't remember the figure. Steve was not. 
something. It was very odd. Steve was not being receptive. I don't know what was the problem. Steve? What are you talking about? Receptive for what? He did mention the suite in person, and he texted us. And for some reason, you hesitated every time. But you didn't bring it up. You weren't like, "Yeah, let's do it." I follow your lead, man. Oh, okay. I didn't know this. I, I had no idea. When we were in Houston, and our friend Thomas had a suite, you were you were Savachi out of the gate every time. <laughs> I was. I was. <laughs> That's an excellent point. I think part of me thinks that the suite is for like dealers, and we don't really belong in there. But the what the point you're missing you know? is that so. Our goal with that suite is to show dealers a great time, yeah. show appreciation yeah. for business. You are a huge part of our advertising efforts to encourage dealers to be a part of fly racing. Therefore, you are an added benefit to these dealers to get to talk to you and say hi. Yeah, but I want to go there and watch the race, right? Well, you're not a show pony. I'm not going yeah, to. I'm I not going to lead you, know, you around right, with blinders right, right, on. Right. I'm not a show Just pony. Just offering you food. All right. Um, so, anyways, I also want to add oh. that. Uh, Due to social distancing protocols, uh, we did not go to any suites and will never go to any suites this year. Thank you. <laughs> you are correct. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Hey, by the way, so the point of the whole thing was we went down to get food and we saw two people with Jetson sweatshirts, pink donut sweatshirts. It's catching on. Jetson merch, everybody. Get, grab I'm it into it. I'm a fan. Grab it while you can. I'm a fan. Dude, you know who else is a fan? Everybody in that stadium. Yeah. Did you hear how yeah. loud they were oh, for yeah. him? Yeah. Oh, you guys are in the press box. So yeah. I don't know no, if you we can heard. hear. Oh, yeah. No, no. It's crazy. Like his interview, like his yeah. podium thing. Yeah, for sure. Really People, impressive. Yeah. Nope. Uh, Mosman gets second. I like that Mosman took the jet out. I'm sorry, not sorry. Yeah. I, I no problem with it. Right. Mosman got his revenge. Yeah, I love it. I think that's amazing. Right. That's Sports need to have a culture, like the unwritten rules of a sport, and yep. we've got it, and that was great. Right. Listen, if you're if you're Mosman, like there were zero Fs given by Jet when he went for him right. at Houston, so yep. give it back. And, and it was in a heat race, Jets, and Jet seemed okay with it. He was Jet, fine. Yep. He didn't freak yeah. out. Yeah. So if you're going to be good to give it, right. you got to be good to take it, yeah. and that's I think that Jet did a good job of that. He didn't, has, didn't lose it. Has Mosman ever got second before? Does anybody know? I feel like he's got third. I know he's Maybe got third. third. That's I know he's got third. This might be a career best. Gas, gas, fun, fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I would think though he 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 and Shimoda kind of had the same. Well, uh, they were, we had a press conference with them. I think they both know like I need to be a little bit faster. Well, like, Shimoda, I like yes, that's my, I was getting to that point. Shimoda says on the on the podium, I got really lucky to get third. I don't deserve yeah. to be here. I want to earn one of these, the, yeah. the, the 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 good way or something. He said whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A real podium, I think. Uh, yeah, something like that. Right. So yeah, so they know. But hey, whatever. It yeah. is what it is. Um, Oldenburg six, Thomas Doe seventh. Anybody stop me if you got anything here? John Short eighth. Osby <laughs> came from dead last to ninth or near dead last. Good job for Osby. Uh, as yep. as Phil would be very happy with him. Weege. So mm-hmm. uh, I can't say Phil's nickname for him. I can't say we, it. We can't say it. No. So just anybody stop me here. Uh, Harlan tenth. Uh, Verizzi eleventh. Sales twelve. Hand thirteen. Simonson, 14. Listen, just throw all those guys in like a little jar, all their names, and just shake them up and then throw them on the table. And then I'll be like, yep, nothing to say. Schlosser. I had him in Pulp Fantasy. Me too. He's a good starter, and he rode well in the LCQ. He blew it in the heat. Oh, I was he blew so it angry. He blew it in oh, my God, I was so angry. Yeah, but good job for Hunter Schlosser. He's a great starter. Yes, he is. Blue crew. Uh, Max Miller came from, I think, a, 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 crawl, a, a crash in the LCQ to qualify. Yes. First turn, his yes. dad was sitting next to me in the WPS fly racing right. suite. He does not wear WPS or fly racing, but that's okay. Yep. 
Uh, Good job, Max. It Miller. was chaos between yeah. I had the Mosemans on one side of me yep. in the main event, and I had the Miller family on the other side of me. Oh, it's just chaos. Chaos yeah. was reigning during the main event in the suite and the LCQ. Right. Um, so and good, the heat race. Good job for Max Miller. Good shout out for Hunter Slosher also. Um, Maxwell Sanford. Don't know who that is. Lorenzo Camparisi. I do know who that is. Logan Carnell didn't even make it off the gate. Broke he had a shock. shock problem. Yep. Um, Max Volan. He made it off the gate. He oh. didn't go that far. Oh. If you watch on TV, you see him push, pushing down on the yep. seat of his bike. Like, yep. why is this Poe going? Right. And he does roll out of the gate, like, first gear speed. And to, I think to make sure he gets purse money, right? Or a yeah. point or something. Uh, yeah. Max yeah. Voland, uh, hip, oh. dislocated hip. God, that sucks. Rough one. Yeah. That's one I've, I've been told is one of the most painful injuries. Yeah. Well, he posted today on social. Have that. That was the end yeah. of the grass. Uh, yeah. Like Elsinore. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, um, yeah. Hey, I want to say these privateers you're talking about. Yep. Uh, you guys, JT, I, I think I know you're well aware. You're, you're very savvy in the stock market. This whole game stop stock mm-hmm. situation. I feel like this 250 Supercross East group is similar. The way your fantasy game, your dumb whole fantasy game is designed, it is not designed to have this field. Like it completely messes up all the numbers, all the metrics. The, the whole system being decided by this 12-pack of who knows what's going to happen, privateers. The system is not designed for this. You're yeah, breaking the system. You've got to be able got to it. adapt. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> when your whole season is coming down to the Schlossers and the Sales and the Moranzes. It's it's a wild ride. ride. Listen, it, hey, <laughs> just because we've, we've had a... Uh, People that announce races that don't know who these guys are doesn't mean that we can't know who they are. But you guys try so hard. I now even listen to your fantasy pod. You try so hard. But it doesn't matter how knowledgeable you are. There is no predicting the way these 12-pack of dudes, where they're going to go. John Short will get 8th to 10th every week. The rest of them, I don't know, man. Right. Yeah, you know, no, it's I mean, timing. I, it's luck. I had Harlan last weekend. He was in the mechanics area twice. I had David Hand last week, and he got cleaned out by Harriman. David, it's David. luck. What? What? He's saying David, David Hand. David, Jeremy. <laughs> Weed, did you know I'm third overall in the game? Yes, I, I'm aware. Okay. Yes. Uh, Lane I Shaw. Know. I like Lane Shaw. He looked like garbage at Houston one and two. Garbage. And now Lane Shaw apparently is just a solid as a rock main event guy. You know what he does? He's he's a great starter. Yeah. Just hang in there. But he was, Don't crash. But he started at Houston 1 and 2 up front, too, and just went right backwards. Yeah. So I, I, but you think yeah. about it, there's, what, three or four guys missing yeah, from yeah. then? Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it, it, it's an absolute, it's an absolute uh, uh, shit show, this class. And, and, and now we lost Voland. So, yeah, again, right? Where do you put A-Ray in the main event? In this class? Yep. 11th. 11. Okay. Let me look at the, get a little gander at the results. He says he could beat Osby. I was, yelling, I, was, I was yelling at him from across the restaurant. No, can you can't. beat Osby? He can't beat Osby. Can you beat Osby? He, and he can't he, beat he Osby. Said, yeah. I, I, I tend to agree with you. Right. Um, Osby's good. I put him 10 to 12. Right. He beats sales for sure. Right. Um, yeah, it's... Uh, this is not designed for this. It's just not... This is GameStop. This is Reddit. Just destroying the way the stock market is designed. I, I, that's, that's this analogy fun. sucks. Do, what's it destroying? What I don't I don't understand. In either case, what is what is the these what are these privateers destroying? Why do you hate privateers? There are too many 
there are too many spikes and sinks. That's fantasy. Uh, That's based always... on un, unforeseen, uncontrollable circumstances. But it's not there. This isn't being manipulated. <laughs> it, Reddit has done what <laughs> the Sales Moran's TJ Albright group can do. WSB fantasy. <laughs> I don't know. What that means. Wall Street bets. Um, oh yes, exactly, exactly. Okay, two weeks ago I argued there should be a class action lawsuit for these riders and their families mm-hmm. against your fantasy yep, game. Yep. And now I'm saying that this is like the stock market being ruined. Your fantasy right. game again. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, and I did well. My guys did well. I, I've been fortunate. It's worked out for me. But I still say we should not be able to plan. You don't want your 401k riding on these guys, and that's what you forced us to do. <laughs> Jesus, I've never really. Yeah, I mean, I don't. Okay, I don't. You have to wait in. You have to pick these. These riders didn't ask for this. Yeah. What about class action lawsuit? What about Thurin Kerman? Thurin Kerman, he's something else. He's got hair, luxurious hair. It is. It's something. I I struggle with Thurin Kerman because he's a nice guy, incredibly nice guy, and I want to cheer for him. But when I watch him ride, it just angers me. It makes me mad. It really does. Well, I'm staying away from him. Paul McFadden. Yeah, I have to. Yeah. And I shouldn't care. And I really don't care. But man, like I, there are so many things he does right when he's riding. But there are a lot. There are, I say a lot. That's horrible grammar. There are several things he does very wrong. And I think if he got the right guidance and the right riding coach who could fix some of those things, he would be a much better rider very quickly. I'm talking like a month he could significantly improve his results if he just had a little bit better technique in a few areas. Well, I mean, A-Ray's working with Budman. Maybe Budman's uh, free. I, I have 1,000% confidence that if you had someone like Budman working with right. Thurn Kerman, he would be a much better rider very, very, very quickly. Uh, Dean Wilson rode practice and a half, pulled off, bad foot. Uh, Starling didn't start the LCQ. Did you see the picture of his toe? Yeah. It's pretty bad. Bad. Uh, Starling's got an ankle injury, so I don't know if he's going to be back for a little bit. Um, I don't know. Kay Clayson was, uh, he was in, he was looking okay. So I have a question. Yes. Cade posts on his Instagram. I'm a main event guy. I need to be in the main event. Mm-hmm. Agree or disagree? It's only 15 guys that started the 250 <laughs> LCQ. 15 guys only and four went. Yep. So anyways, um, no, I, I mean, what, what do you want? These riders tell it, got to tell themselves. Anything yeah, they I know. Yeah. Well, I know. You were a rider. I just struggle with that. Right. Like, to me, he's overstating it a bit. Like I think, I think he could just be like, "Man, I got I'm so close, right?" Like, because that's fair. Like, if you say, "I'm so close to being there," that's that's fair, and that's really optimistic, and that's where he should be. To say, "I'm a man of a guy," like I don't know what's going. Like, uh, calm down. Like, there are some really good guys that are barely getting in and not getting in. Like, relax a little bit. You know, like. You're putting, in my opinion, you're putting too much pressure on yourself saying, I'm a main event guy. I, I, I don't know what's going on. Right. Like that's just a little bit much. Um, I it's don't know too what, much for him to expect that. I think we, I don't know what's going on with Freddie Norn. I'm going to do a full investigation here shortly. Yeah. Um, I feel like it was like a mixed bag in Houston. Um, now, no, it was, it was, uh, an empty bag. Maybe the three crashes in the practice in, in and, and that's okay. This is to my in point. One lap. Who's yeah, a better yeah. rider, Freddie or Cade? Freddie. Okay. 
And that's oh, what I'm you saying. think so? Yes. Okay. But Freddie hasn't yeah. made a main yet, right? right so right, for Cade right. to say that is the only reason I say that. I was right. like, okay. Leave, leave Cade alone. Cade's fine. Cade's right. a great guy. Feels, like you're, picking, feels no, like you're picking on him. I'm not. I only read his post and I'm like, you're putting too much pressure on yourself with that expectation. Like we, saying like, I can't believe I'm not in. I'm a main event guy. Like you're going to bum yourself out because this class is really hard to qualify right now. Right. Um, Chris Betts wanted uh, A-Ray to tape his hand to the bar after that crash. <laughs> Because he had him in Pro Mike Fantasy. To the left throttle or the right? The right. The right throttle. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So um, that was pretty funny. And he also said if he, if he got in the main event, A-Ray needed to to block for for Adam. Yep. And he would get him parts. He'd get him the whole clutch the drawer. The whole clutch drawer, he said. So <laughs> it's great. <laughs> um, That's pretty so, knowledgeable from Betts to know exactly what parts A-Ray. No, 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 no. no, no. It Betts, gets better. Betts said, what, what do you need from the Cowie truck? A-Ray said, I need a clutch. And Bet said, I don't know what a clutch is, but I'll, I'll look for the list of drawer that says clutch, and I'll take the whole drawer out and give it to you. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> More like it. Right. Um, so are we all uh, we're all going with Nichols to win this title? I'm in. Wage? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there. I, I, you have to account for the fact that Jet at any moment can put it all together. I don't know if that's going to happen on Tuesday or a year from now right. or a month from now, but right now it, it's – Besides that, I don't see anything stopping him. Right. And 450s, uh, who you got? I'm sticking with Webb. All right. I'll stick with Tomac. Wage? Yeah, I think I'll stick with Webb. Or Anderson. You go with Anderson. I'll st- stick with 2018, yeah. Yeah, 2018. You're a 2018 pick, right? Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, anything else? We're on to Indy 2. All right. We'll do, our in- we'll do an Indy 2 review on uh, on Wednesday. After the race, and uh, Weed, you've gone home, and uh, JT and I will be here. Uh, I will be all Weed. by I, I will be all by myself in that press box because JT will be in the fly suite. Why don't you come hang out for a little bit? I need to find out who. I truly need to find out who's going to be in there. If Max Miller's parents and Mosman's parents are in there, and I might have ruined these kids at some point, and they want to they want to hit me with a nacho. Well, we bar. invited them because they're very low attendance. Yeah, so you don't have to like post up in there, right? I just, I got to be careful, man. Calm down. These people can find you anywhere. I got to be careful, man. (laughs) You're at every race. You wander the pits. Okay. Are they not, they're not in our bubble. If they're going to see their sons and daughters that are in the pits, why are they in a suite? You'd have to ask them. I know. This is, I'm getting to the whole point of this stupidity. Yeah, I'm I'm out. That we're in. Are you with me, Weege, right? I'm not even wading into those waters at all. <laughs> That's where I'm at. I don't know yeah, the rules. You. I don't want in the rules. Okay. I don't know the rules. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I will say, please, JT, do whatever it takes. If you got to hit Steve over the head with a two by four and drag him in, because here's what's going to happen. Steve and I He's agree blame you. that it. Oh yeah, exactly. <laughs> we both agree that it is kind of pointless to go to the races this year. We cannot talk to anyone in person, but I'm the first one to give up the ghost on it. And then he is going to be bored about an hour and a half into the night show on Tuesday, yep. and then he's going to start lashing out at me for leaving him alone. Yep. I so give I, him some companionship. I I could see myself doing that. I offered I really twice I really on Saturday. Yeah. Two times. Yep. By the way, we, uh, we went to dinner after our live show uh, at a very nice St. Elmo's steak restaurant here in Indianapolis, and uh, uh, your boss and our boss, Davey Coombs, paid for the dinner for eight of yep. us. And do you know how many... Saturday night Denny's, you're gonna have to stay in now to make up this this this, this dinner bill. <laughs> yeah, I don't have the. I got to learn how to do the um, 
survey thing on Twitter. You know, you can put out a survey. Should I do this? The yes poll. Or no? A poll. Yeah. A poll. I need to figure out how to do a poll because I was leaving the stadium at 2 or 2.30, and I knew I was going to get an hour and a half worth of sleep at the hotel. And I was like, man, I'll probably waste a half hour, like, going to the hotel, checking in, going upstairs, that's 15 minutes, and 15 minutes to get back out of the hotel. I'm like, I could gain a half hour of sleep if I just go straight to the airport. And and I had to spend $20 on parking because this is downtown. And I really wanted the fans to guide me. What path should I take? <laughs> so Racer X wasted $20 for me to park to stay in a hotel for an hour and a half. Right. And I should have done a poll. And we got a massive steak dinner for eight people on Racer X's bill. Thank you, Davey Coombs. And this is just, you know, just another thing you got to work now, Weed. You got to push that pebble up the hill a little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're right back down. We're right, right back down to the, right. Right down to the bottom. Right. I think all the money we made on the live show. Might have just gone to the dinner. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Thank you to Fly Racing. Thank you to Fly Racing for the suite here at Indy. It's been it's been awesome, a good time, and uh, and thanks uh, JT Weege. Thanks boys. Anything else? Are we good? Good. See you Tuesday. (laughs) No, we won't see you Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Not at all. You'll be lashing out. You'll be lashing out. All right. How about what do you think Darkside did in Houston when we disappeared? And uh, Houston three. (laughs) The entire press box. That is a ginormous press box. He, he's he got his pony. He's still there. <laughs> he's got his pony. Oh, yeah, his pony. Yeah, his pony's there right okay, next to him at all good. times. No, he's fine. <laughs> oh, it's, it's, it's like it's, his dog. Yeah, he talks to it, talks back to him. Yeah, he's, oh, he's okay. fine. He's like Rocky. Right, he's got his pony. I don't have a pony. So, yeah. <laughs> pony's gone. Yeah, pony's gone. Yeah, or most of it anyways. Uh, yeah. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it, and we'll see you Wednesday. Thanks, boys. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Fly Racing Steve Mathis Show. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as... The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. I was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing, he's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, it, if it hadn't been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. Absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Holland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The Beast from the East, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home, and once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse. I mean, you know, and I know from personal experience, 
Did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Go Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I pulled fifth and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny Omar. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it. You just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in. I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. Hey,